You're listening to Hustle and Flow, a podcast to inspire and bring together female actors and artists in the entertainment industry. I'm Heidi, an actress, female fitness coach, and self-love junkie. And I'm Kesley, singer, songwriter, and social media influencer. Are you ready to manifest your dreams? Let's get started. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Welcome back to another. Welcome back to another episode of Hustle and Flow. That's like really good. Really, someone is probably like, "What the? What is that?" Welcome back to another episode of Hustle and Flow. My name is Quelta. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> This is Heidi and, and Kiesley. Whoa. Sometimes I can do a good Russian or whatever that is. This, this is Russian. This is I'll Russian. be Russian. I will be Russian. And, and I will beat your ass. <laughs> I will beat. And I will drink your milk. <laughs> I don't even know if that's what that was. What I said. Okay, hey guys. Alrighty. Alright. <laughs> We're here to talk about... Um, our creator challenge, you know, this is a really special episode in particular. Um, we are actually having a compilation, you know, of mm-hmm. several girls mm-hmm. who actually participated in our creator challenge. So this episode is all about honoring them and figuring out what inspires them. Kesley, take it away. <laughs> uh, yes. Thank you, Heidi. Um, so today we have a very special episode. It's very different from all the rest of them because we've got three guests today. They will be back to back. Our first guest, her name is Mai. She currently lives in LA, right? No, I think she lives in New York, but she's visiting her parents in LA. Okay, well, she's broadcasting to you live from LA. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, she's actually really cool. Yeah, she's so cool. So she is... She intimidates me. Well, like really? before, and then I t- we talked to her, and I was like, oh, she's cool. She's because, nice. Yes. Oh, she's so nice and so sweet. I can see why you say she intimidates you. Mm-hmm. Is that because she's just so badass? Yes. I know. She is so badass. She's so badass. Ooh. Like, yeah. that's why she plays an Israeli cop all the time. Oh, yeah. Mai is broadcasting from Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a fun episode. Uh, you're going to get to hear kind of what inspires all of these beautifully creative women. Let's start with Mai. She's our first guest of the day. Um, I was we'll... definitely not wearing pants during her, during this segment. That's so good for us to all know. <laughs> and I'm glad you guys know it. And she's wearing pants right now. So that's good. If you were uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm glad I got my pants back. If you were uncomfortable, it's okay. You can get comfortable again. Um, maybe take your <laughs> pants off and listen to this episode. Get extra comfortable. Hashtag no pants. Um, okay, let's, let's meet Mai. Let's meet Mai. Okay, Mai, how did you oh. manifest Broad City? So, Broad City was actually my first, I moved in July, and Broad City was like, it was, I, I got here and I was like, yay, I live in LA, and like, I'm gonna make it, it's not gonna happen for me, and it was like, dead. <laughs> so I was uh. like, I believe that it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. And um, I just kept going. And then I actually, I think it was a time that I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna like not put so much pressure on it. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly on a Friday morning, I get an audition for Brad City, a self-tape. It's like one of my first 
I mean, I did a lot of self-tapes, but it was like it, one that I was like, yeah, I got this one. I got it. And I did a couple of takes and I also remember that my, I, the take that I chose was a take that I like, I scratched my nose and like I used a pen to scratch my head. And my mom was like, you shouldn't use this tape because you're scratching. I'm like, that just means that I'm human because I scratched when it itched and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, okay, if you feel confident and you want to do this, then send that one. We send it. And then I said, you know what? For the rest of the weekend, I just binged the, the two seasons because I was in season three. So I just binged it. I was like, just in case, I'm going to be prepared so that I know what I'm stepping into. And then it was a Monday or Tuesday evening. I get an email from my agent. Thanks. She didn't even call. Um, but that's like, I'm like, I'm just being a bitch. But she like, she emails me, congratulations, you got the part. And I got it from the tape. So in my, in like, from my experience, I love self-tapes. Yeah. Like, Give me a self-tape any day. Yes. Um, and then two days later, I was on set. I couldn't even get like my shift covered at night. So after the set, I had to go to work. I couldn't like go and celebrate, uh, which a bit like, they pooped a little on my experience, but I love to like fully experience and like I go and I pop open a bottle of champagne, doesn't matter how big or small the part is. And then on set, I was trying to act cool. It was my first Hollywood set. And then I get there and then they're like, so this is your trailer? I'm like, of course. <laughs> but in my inside, I'm like, eh, my trailer? What the fuck? So you know. were playing an Israeli soldier? Yeah. Were you an Israeli soldier in real life? Did you have to go to the army since you were born in Israel? I was like, in, everybody goes to yeah. uh, the army, but I left when I was 15. So I didn't have to, because it was, it's like the cutoff. If you migrate out of Israel at 15 or before 15, then it's like, you don't have to do it unless you come back and live in Israel. Wow. And there was a moment that I wanted to come back and live there. Um, and I wanted to volunteer. And I said to them, listen, I will come and volunteer if I could be frontline. And they were like, you can't. I'm like, but why? And I actually left, I left school when I was 16. So I don't have full education because I never believed that I needed full education to be an actress. I'm like, what would geography help me feel and be an actor? Right. <laughs> now I love everything and like I study and I teach myself. But So I wasn't, I, I didn't have the schooling that some of the exams that you had to do for the army, you would learn during that schooling. So I didn't pass the like written and the, um, they're like reading exams and stuff. And the, I, was, I, I was born with asthma. So mm -hmm. this is why I work out all the time so that my lungs are always working and like they're always strong. And so I didn't pass the test because I was a big smoker as well. So I didn't pass the writing test. I didn't pass the reading and writing test. So, and then they were like, um, you're gonna have to wait also seven months to like get into the army. So I was like, bye. I don't need to be here. If you guys don't want me, I don't want you. <laughs> Back to this story then, I guess. So you were playing an Israeli soldier, which is cool because even though you weren't actually an Israeli soldier, you grew up there. You definitely have friends who probably went, right? So that's something you can pull from. Oh, yeah. And I mean, all I did was I just had to... Because one thing that I, like, I really learned uh, when I was in AIW, it's like all of my teachers were like, you 
have a strong presence, you're strong. You don't have to act strong. You are already. So all I do is I just talk and that's it. And like there was different pointers that my, <laughs> that my, parent, my mom would be like, um, actually she didn't even direct me, but my mom is very good at like, she tells me honestly, like she's like, this is not good. I didn't believe you here, but I believed you here. That's good. That's not. But I was like, I was just very much because they were not, they were like soldiers in the airport. So they're a little bit different as well. Like, I don't know, just asked freaking questions. I was like, yeah, whatever. But when I got there to the set and then Abby and Ilana were like coming to me and they were like, oh my God, oh my God, my, it's so nice to meet you. Like, it's so nice to and refreshing to have someone send in the self tape that actually there is a person behind it. and like. You didn't just like say lines, you created a whole world behind it. And we really appreciate it. I was like, whoa, it's like no pressure. <laughs> right. And it's like, I was like, thank you so much. Like this, the experience that I had on Broad City has set the bar so freaking high that <laughs> it was so hard to reach. I mean, I don't try to reach the bar every episode, like every um, job that I have, but they were so loving and so accepting. And they were so like, even like when I was supposed to go on, I was like learning my line and like I was reading my lines and I was like, I was freaking out. Cause there was like so many people on set and it was my first time. I didn't want to fuck up the first time. And I'm like a guest star. It's like, you don't want to fuck up your first. It's like, it's your job. And it's like, it's, it's obvious if you have one line and you would fuck it up, which I did before um, Veronica Mars, um, which is like hilarious. I fucked up my one line. Um, it's okay. But, ah, I didn't care. I was like, whatever. Um, they probably didn't knew that, but <laughs> but yeah. So I go in, and Elana just first thing she goes, she's like, "I got you. Like we're in this together. We're only going in to play. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna do this together, and we just bounce off of one another. And whatever you give me, I'll give you back. Like just have fun, please." We do the takes, we do the takes, we do the takes. Thank God. And I would recommend every actor out there. I know that people say, read about the place, like the episodes and the producers and know what you're going into. Don't. Do not. Because it uh, really like sabotaged an audition that I had uh, later on that I, like the nerves really took off. Um, but on Broad City, I had no clue who any of the producers were or anything. And then in between the takes, Elana is like, you have to meet my producer. She loves you. She thinks you're hilarious. Like, and everybody laughed all the time. So it was like, it was really like uplifting. You're like, fuck, I say one thing and everybody laughs. I'm like, damn, I must be funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then she comes and she's like, uh, Maya, meet my producer. Her name is Amy. Amy, this is Maya. And Amy's like, you're so funny, like you're hilarious. I love you, da da da. And I'm like, thank you so much. And then I go home and I, I might as well just look up who I just met. And then I see that it's Amy Poehler. And I'm like, thank God, thank God. I didn't read before who she was because I had a few more takes to do that I was like, thank God I didn't know who she was because otherwise it would have thrown me off completely. <laughs> Amy Poehler said you're funny? Yes, and I was like, 
okay. I go downstairs, I'm like, mom, I must be funny. Cause she thinks I'm funny. <laughs> what is the best advice that you have ever been given in your career so far? I read a quote. I think it's George Clooney. I, did, I was like, I have to uh, check it. And he said that when you go into an audition room, you didn't have the job before. So it's never going to change you or like never going to matter if you leave without the job. So go in, do your job and leave without any expectations. Mwah. I love you. Love you. See you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Mai, so much for coming on our show. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Mai. That was really inspiring. Rachel Novak is our next guest mm -hmm. and she is so like the opposite of my mm. but but still equally as inspiring strong and, and strong and badass yes but she's like strong in a whimsical spiritual oh like loving yeah. gentle kind yogi kind of way yes um she was like just drawing me in as she was speaking i was just like well she a beautiful soul yeah she was my client actually she did power fem fitness i coached her through my program mm -hmm. and Sometimes we would get on coaching calls and she would say things that inspired me. And I was like, oh, okay, coach. Like, she was my coach. Because <laughs> she's just so wise. And she is. I don't even know. She's so. a huge supporter of Hustle and Flow. And we actually shared one of her reviews on one of our other episodes. So we really adore her. Yes. So without further ado, let's, let's meet Rachel. So tell us a little bit about you. and Because, I mean, I know you. Kessie <laughs> knows you. But tell us about you and what do you do? I'm Rachel Novak, and I'm an actress. Uh, I'm an educator. I love working with kids, um, a fellow yogi, uh, a woman of faith, and I'm a cat mom. So yes. <laughs> when did you discover that like there was such a thing as limiting beliefs and that other people had them and that sometimes they were just projected onto you? Yeah, so I think, you know, growing up, uh, my start with kids too, it started in the church. So my parents would volunteer for like the two and three year old room and I was eight. So I would like go in there with my parents and be like, I'm the big kid. Like I was just <laughs> I was helping them out. And um, I, I had that connection with God and for me, it was really hard to sometimes identify as a Christian or tell people that I believe in God because Christians get a bad rep. Like they're, they're considered culturally irrelevant. They're considered emotional hypocrites, like all these really negative connotations. But I want to focus more on like my relationship with God. And that always pulled through no matter what people said about you know, being a believer and also with religion, it's like man's attempt to find God, but God isn't lost, like man is. So it's, that's the very distinct difference that I carried. Um, and I, yes, I did have a ton of limiting beliefs hitting me. Of course, with moving to Atlanta, it was really scary, but I always had that guide. And then, and I knew people would say things that I didn't necessarily agree with. But once I took Wendy's course, I could put a name to it. I just knew that they, I just at first, I, I think I might've just called them negative thoughts, whether they were mine or someone else's, but then limiting beliefs, I was like, that's it. <laughs> that's what I've been fighting. And that's what people fight a lot and still continue to fight. But um, I strongly believe too, that if you're scared of something, it means you got to do it. I love that. So can you tell us about 
um, how you've like manifested creatively and like, how do you feel like creativity kind of ties into the process of manifesting? How does God also fit into your manifestation process? What I can meditate on, I do, I do meditate, but I also tie in like biblical meditation for that. So I do like, I've made it more of a point during quarantine. I'll have my alarm and my phone to my left. So it's in my bed. And so the phone is over here, but then my Bible and my notebook are over here. And so I'm always turning over to the right in the morning before I turn over to the left. Mm -hmm. And that helps me have a clearer mind on what I need to accomplish as an artist. And actually these three paintings above my bed were all things that I made in quarantine. Those were phrases that God told me. So this one in the middle I did first, it was time to reign. Mm. The second one is designed to prosper. Oh. And the third is born to shine. And then each thing has symbols like the crown, which is gonna match with my head. And then the sun <laughs> and the diamonds. So all of those things are like such important symbols to me. And yeah, I mean, when, when I know that I want to produce something creatively like that, I will and I'll go for it. And I also tie it into my acting as well. Um, I had a callback this week amongst everything, right? So I had a callback for something. And this character um, is a woman of faith and she was praying in like a very intense scene when something was really bad, something really bad was happening. So I was really meditating on what prayer I wanted to do for that callback or for the audition. Since you were the winner of one of, of our creator challenge, like what, how do you feel called to be creative? Like when there's an opportunity, like how, do, how quickly do you get on it? Do you ever face resistance? How do you overcome that resistance? Why do you follow through? Why do you create? Jumping into things during this quarantine acting related, there are so many open calls and I'm, I, I would say I'm a go-getter. I'm going to go and do things that I feel like I want to do. But sometimes that gets clouded with maybe something that I feel like I need to do. And so Wendy Braun does mention like the shoulds versus could. Mm. And so more recently, I was looking at an email for an open call and I was like, I'm going to do it. But it, it didn't feel right with me mm. when I was sitting on it. And I was just like, mm, no, I, I don't want to do this. I don't know why I even like maybe because it's old habits. I, I do find old habits coming back, but I find the growth in that is acknowledging that they're my old habits and me wanting to really cling on to it because I have very, very high standards for myself, but um, chill for a second sometimes. Like it doesn't have to always happen right away. And so creative stuff, I'll jump on it, but I want to give myself like patience and love for it because that's when, that's where my best work comes. It's not from rushing into something or feeling like I, I have to do it. I think uh, more recently I've manifested just a God-like mindset, a better refreshing mindset. And that took uh, realizing that I needed to do it and that I deserved it. And the more my mind wanted it, the more it called out to me what I needed to let go of. Because manifestation is all about moving things out of your life so that new things, you know, better, better things for you can come in. And that to me was like boyfriends 
and relationships. Like, so that was something I was like, I should talk about that because I was serving with my relationships, like being a server, but losing my voice in the process, becoming complacent to what their needs were, not speaking up to what I needed. Mm. I don't have regrets with things, but the one thing I wish is that I wish I was more honest with them. Even Mm. if I'm not, even if they're not in my life anymore, and I really hope they're doing well, I don't, I don't have any ill intentions towards them. I just really wish that there was more communication on my end, but I know that was a growing pain. And Mm. what I mentioned earlier was letting go, cutting that tie with that person, because I realized he was in a way draining my energy, not because he wanted to, but because I wasn't able to grow deeper with God and realize what I needed to get better. I felt stuck. And so like, what would you tell somebody who maybe is like stuck and terrified of, um, you know, leaving what's not serving them or, you know, maybe isn't sure, but like is starting to realize, okay, I'm not getting what I need or I'm not able to speak up for myself or I'm not creating how I need to create. Like, how would you speak to them? Be really honest with yourself. And if that means you're going to be sitting in your room crying for hours about something that you accept that or you realize you need to let go of or you need to reevaluate, then do it. And it's going to take some time. I promise you it will take some time. This took months for me to real to, to actually act on it because I was so scared. Fear will paralyze you 100%. Mm-hmm. But if you accept what you need to do, you'll eventually get to a point where you have to do it. Like that's what happened to me, like the physical manifestation of my fear and how it affected my body. I never want to experience that ever again. So that was like, it had to be that powerful for me to like move forward. What is the best advice you've ever received? Uh, Love everyone as you love yourself. The world is made up of a bunch of homes that hold a bunch of different hearts and people. So if that doesn't start like here, it's not gonna manifest literally into the world. Well, thank you so much. We love you so much. You're such a light and thank you for doing our creator challenge. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Rachel, so much for being on our podcast and entering into our creator challenge and just being an awesome human being and sharing your heart with us. Our next guest is the cutest ever, Uh, right? Grace. Grace Milton. Grace Milton is only 20 years old Mm -hmm. and she is already doing so much for her creative career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, She's one of my friends that saw the creator challenge and um, kindly submitted and she's amazing. So this was Heidi's first time meeting her. What, is, what was your first impression? She just is so, I know I've said this recently about somebody else, but she is one of these people mm-hmm. where she's all the way there. Right. Right. She like knows what she's talking about. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she wants, but she's like like, I can tell that she's going to, she's the type of girl who, like, will stand her ground, but, like, not in a, like, overbearing mm-hmm. way, but just in a way of that's, like, this is what I want, this is what I need, this mm-hmm. is how I'm showing up, and mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's the unattached thing that we've been talking about. Yes, and, like, she's 20 years old, but she, like, I wish my 20-year-old self was friends with her because I would have been oh. so inspired by her. Oh, yeah. And she's very talented, too. I mean, mm-hmm. her her submission for the creative cha- creator challenge was so... Yeah, good. yeah, she's so good. Her voice is very mature. It seems effortless. Here's Grace Melton. 
So Grace, tell us and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from and what you do, what you're working on right now. All right. Well, my name is Grace Milton and I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, but about, I guess, six months ago now, I moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I started at Belmont University there for uh, audio engineering technology, which has been super fun. Um, But yeah, I grew up around music. My dad was a musician. He did gigs around, he's from Louisiana actually too. So um, he did gigs there in Texas, pretty much everything I'm doing now. So um, then when I was born, he kind of like stopped that and went more on like his like career and like making money for the family and kind of just gave up music. So now I'm like doing gigs and he comes with me and sings along and I'm like, I'm helping him like finish out his wow. his dream as well. So yeah, that's super fun that we have that in common. I think I started um, really being serious about music when I graduated high school. Uh, I started doing gigs and then um, I got signed to a little indie record label out of Marietta and that was fun. I got to go on a lot of adventures with them. So yeah. yeah tell us a couple of things you did with them. I, well, the first crazy thing that I never thought would happen in my life was I was able to go to Australia and do a little tour in Sydney, Melbourne, and Canberra. So it was amazing. Uh, that was about last April, so a year-ish ago. Wow. Um, and then I recorded my first single with them and did a ton of gigs in Woodstock, Georgia. That was my main like place where I did all my gigs. Do you feel like you manifested signing with that independent label and going on tour the one thing that like created my career and the direction that it's going now is doing my first gig because that got me out there and i was able to meet my manager and able to um make all these connections that then led me to be able to go go to australia and do all those things so Mm -hmm. And I definitely learned so much about not only myself, but also the music industry through that. Mm -hmm. And it opened up to my eyes to a lot of things that I wasn't aware of. What's one thing that you learned through all of that? Sadly, a lot of people are focused on the money rather than you as an artist. Yeah, it's sad, but when you have the mentality of like, okay, they want money, you have to... It helped me because I was able to be more assertive and be like, no, this is what I want and you're not going to get money from me if I'm not having fun with it too. So I was able to like create what I want. You've just turned 20. Mm-hmm. You're, you've done a lot in your career so far. Mm-hmm. You're female. What kind of resistance or limiting beliefs have you had maybe formed for yourself from someone else? Mm -hmm. Or like, what kind of resistance have you faced in your industry? Well, I noticed this actually pretty recently when I started um, doing music independently. So I got out of the contract with my old record label through Marietta um, last summer. So I've been doing this independently for a year now. So I've been like, I've been the one talking to people and I've been the one setting things up. And I've noticed that people really feel like they can take advantage of a young woman in this industry. Mm -hmm. Because like for recording, for instance, I was, uh, I just finished recording my EP, which is, was an amazing experience. And that should be out soon. I'm not 
it's in the mixing process right now. But at the beginning of that, that was extremely stressful because I didn't know how much, like they were asking a lot of money for it. And I didn't, I didn't want to be like, no, because I wanted an EP and I wanted to be able to put my stuff out there. But at the same time, I was like, I I don't have like thousands of dollars to put into this. Mm -hmm. But, um, once I and my mom, my mom is, a, she's my momager, like to a T that she is the definition of a momager. And she, she helped me be like, Grace, you have to be assertive or people are going to walk all over you. And at the beginning, I was kind of like getting used to that. I was mm-hmm. getting used to people like pushing me around and telling me like, oh, it's going to be this much money for you to get this. And if you can't spend that much money, then you can't do it at all, which is not true. Like, me and my boyfriend have been doing recordings here at the apartment for, and they sound great. Like you don't have to spend a ton of money to get a good quality thing. It's just what you want to put into it time-wise. And so, um, but yeah, I was, I was definitely believing that about myself of like, oh, well, I'm a girl. Nobody's going to listen to me. I'm like, I'm new to this industry. But then I was like, you know what? No, this is my career. And if I want, if I want something, I need to be assertive and tell people because nobody's going to know what you want if you don't voice your opinion. And I just have to say, I don't even know you, but like, (laughs) I already, like, I've seen your video and just talking to you and seeing how much space you take up, Grace, and like how you're carrying yourself. You are like so big. Like, I don't know how to, you're, you are the talent. Like you, like people should be literally like chasing after you to pay you. So what is some of the best advice you've received so far and how have you seen that kind of impact your, your career path? Yeah. So this isn't really like advice, but it's a quote that I have taken and like put into my personal life, my career. Um, One of my friends who's also a musician and a yoga teacher, her name is Brooke. I was taking one of her yoga classes one day and she said, what really matters will stay. What really matters can't be lost anyway. And that made me just, it just like unlocked something. Like I was like, okay, I don't need to keep worrying about the things I'm afraid to lose. Like if they're going to stay in my life, they're going to stay in my life. I just need to enjoy them. Mm, Like, and that applies to pretty much every aspect of my life now. Yeah. What do you want to tell our listeners about that you're working on? Like, where can they follow you and listen to your music? Well, on Instagram, I'm Grace Official with two underscores. Um, yeah, I just, like I said, I just finished my EP. That'll be out soon. Um, I'm really excited about that. And it's called The Last Word. It's kind of about uh, relationships in the past that have gone bad. And this, these are kind of like my last words to that person or to that wow. situation. Just to kind of like kind of let that period go. Yeah, so that'll be out. I'm shooting for July. Again, it's in the mixing process. I'm on Spotify, Grace Milton. I've got two songs out there and um, a couple features, like one with my boyfriend we just put out in February. Really quick, did you meet your boyfriend in Nashville? Well, we met on Instagram and then he lives in Nashville. Yeah, it was weird. I was following him for like two months and then he found me on like the explore page independent. Like we found each other independently. He didn't know I was following him already. Wow. And then he messaged me and was like, hey, do you want to do a show? So we did a show in November of 2018 together at the end mm. in a venue in Nashville. 
Mm-hmm. Ever since then, we've been writing songs, traveling the world, singing. I love you guys. Thank you for having me on your show. I feel so happy to be here. Well, I guess until next time, we'll... Oh, say it with us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Say hustle and flow with us. Okay. So ready? Until next time, and then you'll say hustle and flow. Okay. Ready? Okay. Until Until next time, hustle and flow. Okay, great. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Grace, for being on our podcast. And that concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed all three of our guests. They're so awesome. Just real people living their lives and doing their thing. Yeah. You can check everybody out on their Instagrams. You know, we have all the links in show notes. Yes. We have all of the links for their Instagrams in the show notes. So give everybody a follow. uh, Tag Hustle and Flow. Tag them. Let them know you listened to this episode. And if you would like to be featured on our episode, Mm. leave us a review. Yes, please. We're sharing our reviews on every episode moving forward so we love 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 hearing from you guys and we really appreciate any feedback and just honestly I want to take a minute and say I'm so grateful that you listen to this show um let me know that you're listening because I there are so many people who I don't even know listen and I mm. I'm so grateful for you guys we love you Aww. love you have a good day <laughs> <laughs>